This is a family second program. Say Cuz we all make mistakes sometimes and we've all stepped across that line but nothing sweeter than the day we find That's right, we are so excited you are here today. I'm your host, Philip Shelley. I'm elated as always to be here with you in your car, walking in the mall, wherever you are listening to this on your computer. It doesn't matter. We, we are elated and excited. Well, through our four shells connection and our equip encounter and activate network, we want to welcome you along with my beautiful wife. That's right. My diva divine Davina and my four shells themselves. That's right. Isabella, Everett, Eva and Dallas. We love you lots. That's right. We love you lots. And we want to encourage you today. This is what we want to do through this program and this network. We want to encourage you. So please share because sharing is caring with everyone you know. Okay. You can also be encouraged. That's right. Through my blog at philipshelley.org. Make sure you check that out. That's right. Before or after you listen. And you know, the reason I do this is because I want to lift, I want to build and encourage the family unit God has created, and he's created it for a reason. So that's why I do this. That's why I love you to listen. That's why I love you out there. I want to lift you up and build you up into things of what the Bible says and what the Word of God says and what he has for you because he has some awesome things. Someone say, awesome. That's right. So I believe it's through the family we will begin and continue to heal this world. And I know, I know there's just dysfunction. I, I know there's strife. I know there's uh, unforgiveness maybe in your family. I, I, there's a whole slew of things uh, that the devil wants to destroy you and your family with. But you know what, family? We must fight back. That's right. So stick your dukes up and fight back. All right, and there's some things that you need to fight back with. That's why I do this. I want to give you those things to fight the devil back. That's right. I want you to get what God has for you from the Word of God so you can fight back. So start fighting back today. You know what? It's not easy. It is hard. That's right. Tell somebody that's next to you. It's hard. That's right. It's hard. Okay. All right, but your family is worth it. Can I get an amen to somebody? Hmm, that's right. Your family's worth it. My family's worth it. Your family's worth it. If we want to heal this world, your family, you need to uplift, encourage every day. So I want to give you the tools to do that. So today, that's right. One of the things the devil wants to destroy your family with that I just mentioned a while ago is unforgiveness. That's right. So we want to talk today about the forgiveness in the family. How do we forgive others? And what is forgiveness? So there's two things I want to do today uh, through this program. And the first thing is I want to tell you what forgiveness is. All right. And who forgave us first? Okay. And then secondly, uh, we're going to talk about the bonds uh, on unforgiveness that can destroy us. And, and not just us and not just our families, but whole communities. Okay, uh, it seeps in through the family. Unforgiveness seeps into the family and spreads out just like a poison. I'm going to talk about that uh, to others in our community, through the church, through the community, and, and it has destroyed our world. Unforgiveness has. So we're going to talk about that. So let's dive in today talking about forgiveness in the family. Are you with me? Someone say whoop, whoop. That's right. Whoop, whoop. Here we go. Now, the Bible says in Colossians 3.13, it says this. It says, make allowance for each other's faults 
and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, and you must, you must forgive others. That's what it says right there. It says must. I put it in bold letters right there. Must forgive others. You know what? We need to think of forgiveness in some terms here. I'm going to give you some terms, okay? The first term, we need to think about forgiveness in terms of reconciliation. Okay, say it. Say reconciliation. That's right. So we want to reconcile and not seek revenge. That's another R word that we don't, we just throw it out the window. Just throw that word revenge because that's what the world has taught us that we need to seek revenge. Uh, you know, if someone does us wrong, if someone offends us, then we need to seek revenge. I just want you to throw, throw that out the window. Okay. All right. Someone cut you off in traffic. We need to seek revenge. All right. Uh, you know, but I just want you to throw you out, throw that out of the window. And so we need to, we need to uh, put that other word reconciliation in its place. Cause that's what we want to do uh, through forgiveness. So let's think of forgiveness through the terms of reconciliation. Now, now when you forgive, you were reconciling with that person. Now we also need to know that forgiveness is made possible through Christ. Why? Because the Bible says that he forgave us. He for, That's why he went to the cross, people. All right. He went to the cross to cleanse us of our sins. His blood that was shed washes our sins away. So he has forgiven us. Now, Colossians 1.14 says he purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. Now, forgiveness is a true act where one person releases another from an offense. Now, let me explain this. Now, when you do this, when you're forgiving somebody, you're doing three things. Okay? Here's the three things. Number one, you're refusing to enact whatever penalty is due that person. Okay? So, no penalty. You're, you're refusing to enact whatever penalty is due that person. Number two, you're refusing to continue action of the cause of whatever offense it was. And then number three, you're refusing to allow that offense to affect your relationship. And now, as some of you might be saying, um, two out of three ain't bad. Okay, you know, I, I can I cannot let it not, let it not affect my relationship. You know, I can uh, I can refuse to continue uh, action of the cause or whatever the offense was. But you know what? That, that person needs to pay. <laughs> you know, I, two out of three ain't bad, right, Philip? Uh, no. Okay, no. We need to accomplish these if we want true forgiveness to happen. Because you know, without true forgiveness, unity will never be accomplished. And that's the goal that we're striving for is unity in our families. We're striving for unity in our church. We're striving for unity in our communities through God's people. That's what we're striving for. And we cannot accomplish it if we have unforgiveness in our hearts. So that is where God wants to lead us. This is our goal as a family. It's, it's our goal as a family of God that we want to reach unity. So what does forgiveness do? <laughs> what does it really do? Oh, I'm going to tell you right now. It, it, it Number one, it releases us from a sense of unresolved guilt. You know, it restores a clear conscience and it restores relationship. Those are three things that we need to accomplish in our family. And that's what unforgiveness does. It, it, it releases a sense of unresolved guilt. It restores a clear conscience and restores relationships. You know, that's what we need in our families today. Now, when we forgive, we are not condoning the sin as acceptable. 
Okay. Some of us might think that, you know, if I forgive that person, then I'm just condoning uh, the sin or whatever offense it was. No, you're not. Nor, you know, are we saying it made no difference in our lives. Of course, that made a difference in our lives. Whatever that offense was, whatever that sin uh, that person did, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of people out there that are holding on to unforgiveness in our lives because of what someone else does, because they believe I'm condoning that, but you're not. You're not condoning that. You're not saying it didn't make a difference, you know, and, and to forgive, you know, it's not a license to repeat the offense. It's not. Forgiveness is a choice. That's what I love. That's what I love about God. That's what I love about the choice he's given me. It's a decision made no longer to hold the offense against that person or that group. And that's what I love about God. That's what I love about my Christian faith is it's given me a choice. You know, God can just say, forgive. And, you know, make you do it. But he doesn't. He gives you a choice. And through the choice, through the power of that choice, he wants to bless you. He wants to give you all you need. He wants to, to restore your family. He wants to lift and build your family because he's given you a choice. We need to make the choice to forgive because it breaks the power. It breaks the power of the devil over us. But here's the thing. What happens when we don't forgive? What happens when we embrace unforgiveness? Because, you know, when we do that, we allow bonds to hold onto us, just like uh, handcuffs. Okay, it handcuffs us when we uh, have unforgiveness in our heart. It holds us captive. So there's another word I want to associate with forgiveness. I want to associate this word. Remember reconciliation. I want to associate deliverance. Okay, someone say deliver. That's right. Deliverance. I want to associate that word to forgiveness. We need to be delivered. We need to be released from oppression and captivity if we are to see our families restored. Now, there's a passage in the Bible, and I'm going to I'm not going to read all of it because it's 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 almost a whole chapter in Acts, Acts eight verses four through twenty five. This is your homework this week. I want you to go and I want you to read Acts eight four through twenty five, and it tells a story about Philip. Okay, praise the Lord for Philip. All right, Philip, he was preaching in Samaria because um, Paul persecuted the church and, and they scattered throughout the region. They couldn't go in Jerusalem because he was uh, capturing them, putting them in jail and, and everything. So they went out into the surrounding region and Philip went to Samaria and he began preaching. Miracles began to happen. You know, well, there was a sorcerer named Simon. Simon was watching, and it says that it says in Acts eight that that he himself began to believe, and he was baptized. Okay, so he began to follow Philip everywhere, watching what Philip did and the and the miracles Philip did. What well, well, Peter and John heard what was going on, and all the miracles that were happening, all the people that were being water baptized and start started believing. So they came and to pray with the new believers for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now, once Simon the sorcerer saw them lay their hands on the people and receive the Holy Spirit, guess what he wanted to do. He wanted to purchase this power that he saw. Now, Peter went on to rebuke him and asked him to repent. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go back and I want you to read this passage. And then I want you to listen again to these things. I'm going to tell you about this passage and it can help you with forgiveness. Now, Peter identified through Simon, he identified the basis of his sorcery. 
Guess what it was? It was bitterness. It was bitterness. That's right. Bitterness is the deepening effect of unforgiveness. It's like a poison. Okay. Uh, we tolerate or embrace it. If we do that, if we tolerate or embrace it, it may spread throughout and bind our soul, which will ultimately corrupt everything around it. If we drink poison, if we take poison, it's going to spread throughout our body and it's going to corrupt everything in our body. That's what bitterness does. If we tolerate it long enough, if we embrace it long enough, guess what it does? It spreads throughout. It spreads throughout us. It spreads throughout our family. It spreads through our community, our church. Okay? It spreads throughout and it corrupts everything around it. You know, in Simon's case, his bitterness shaped his passion to control others, which motivated his quest to purchase the ability to impart the gift of the Holy Spirit. And here's the thing. Here's the thing I want you to get. I hope this speaks to some of you today. He believed and was water baptized. Okay. He asked Jesus in his heart. He was water baptized and he still allowed the residue of his past bondage to surface as he unworthily sought to power to manipulate others for money. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? How many of, of, of us out there, even in the church are still allowing the residue of past bondages, the residue of past hurts, permeate our soul and affect the way we treat people, the way we, we act with our kids, the way we act at work, uh, what we do in life. How many are out there that are in the church, that know the Bible, that have repented and are still in bondages of unforgiveness because of bitterness or wanting to seek revenge? You know, this episode or this passage, it points to one of the keys to deliverance from a bondage that is rooted in a believer's soul. And that act is forgiveness. Say it with me. Forgiveness. That's right. Forgiving others from your heart. Okay. Not just your mind. We can just say, yeah, I forget that person. But sometimes we hold it in our hearts. We hold it in our hearts for years. Because that person, because because of what the effect it had on us through the years, we hold it in our hearts. We, yeah, in our minds we say we forgive, but guess what? We need to forgive from our heart. And if we forgive others from our heart, it flushes out the poison with the power of the cross. You know, on the other hand, unforgiveness can lead down paths we would never have imagined we would travel. Just read the Word of God. Just read. Just read the stories in the Old Testament and the New Testament. It tells you plainly that unforgiveness will destroy your life. Because guess what? The Bible says, and Jesus said it, if we forgive others, God himself will forgive us. You know, unforgiveness will destroy our life. You know, and isn't that what the devil wants to do? He wants to destroy you and your family. I want you to realize today, he wants to destroy you through bitterness, which is the root of unforgiveness. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to spend time with God today in that one-on-one -on -one relationship with him and ask yourself the tough questions. Am I holding on to something that is holding me back? Am I holding on to a deep bitterness that I have for other people uh, of what they said or, or how they judged me? Am I holding on to that for unforgiveness? Am I holding on to that bitterness? Because, because guess what? We need to release that today if we want to see God grow in our family. If we want to see the fruits of the Spirit grow in our family. 
We need to release that unforgiveness today and that bitterness today in our lives if we want to see our family grow in our faith. Through my unforgiveness, bitterness is destroying you from within. You need to be set free today. I'm saying that. I'm saying that to you. You need to be set free today, not for your sake, but but guess what? For your family's sake and for generations to come. You know, and I love what the uh, what I heard in the church the other day and what my pastor said. He said this. He said, forgiveness is not difficult. You're probably saying, what? <laughs> he said, forgiveness is not difficult. It's impossible. <laughs> How many could testify to that? That's right. That's why we need a loving Savior who nothing is impossible for to help us forgive. We need God to help us. We need Jesus Christ to help us forgive others and that's what i want you to ask god for today i want you to ask god for strength to forgive with your heart not just your mind but with your heart today because when you forgive when you release that forgiveness in your life it releases your family from a bondage not just you from a bondage but it releases your family from a bondage and i want to see your family grow i want to see your family flourish to reach their full potential. Father, mother, you need to release that bitterness in your life today to see your family grow. Son, daughter, you need to release that bitterness and that unforgiveness in your life to see your family grow and to see you grow in the faith. God has so much for you. God has so much for you. Realize today that you need to release that in your heart. As we move into our encounter segment, It's only through the power of the Holy Spirit that this can happen. And so we're going to ask the Holy Spirit to come and empower us through an encounter with Him. uh, That He releases that forgiveness in your heart. He releases that forgiveness for those other people. The offense that those people did against you. We need to forgive. It might might be in the the family. You might not be forgiving your your father or your mother what they did to you. You might not be forgiving your your, your brother or your sister because of of what happened years ago. I want you to release that today. Something might have happened in the church. To where you know you know you still go there, but you just you have, have you want to have no part in it. You say, I know the Bible, I know these things, but you say, I don't want to have no part because of the people how they judge me. And you're holding on to bitterness. You're holding on to unforgiveness. And I want you to release that today. And I want you to be free from that bondage, that bond that holds you tight. The devil wants to destroy you with that poison that was going to seep through. I don't want it to seep through and destroy you and your family. We need to release that today. So Holy Spirit, I pray right now in the name of Jesus, I want you to release people right now. I want you to release the bondage of unforgiveness, the bondage of bitterness in their lives. Lord, don't let it uh, be like a poison that that permeates the whole body and, and goes throughout. Don't let them embrace it in the name of Jesus, but let them cast it off. Let them get rid of it right now in the name of Jesus. I just pray for strength to do that because it's hard. It's hard to make that choice, Lord. And I love you and I thank you for letting it be a choice because through that power of that choice that we can rise up, we can rise up in you. And be the person you've created us to be. So, Lord, I just pray for those men, those women, those sons, those daughters, whoever they are. Lord God, to release that bitterness right now in the name of Jesus. Allow the Holy, your Holy Spirit to speak to their hearts right now. 
Lord, release it from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. Allow your Holy Spirit to flow in them and through them to others. Have their family grow in you and in unity. God, let the family unit display unity and show the church and show the world what it truly looks like. We thank you and we praise you for what you're going to do and what you have done already. Amen. Come on, can someone say amen? That's right. I know I said it with a growling voice, but hey, amen. Woo, that was awesome. I believe today that some people have been released. Some people have uh, been released from the bitterness and unforgiveness in their hearts. And some of you, it takes time. It's going to take some time. You know what? Every day is going to be waking up and reading the word of God and uh, allowing God to help you in every way. In every part of your soul. And that's what I want him to do. I want God to help you. Give you strength. So you can reach that goal of forgiveness. Reach that goal that you need to forgive that person. So you can be released from the bondage today. I, I, that's right. So let's activate. That's right. Let's activate today. Our faith. Let's activate what God has for us. So number one, here's what I want you to do this week. And throughout the weeks to come. Is I want you to sit down with God. That's right. Just sit down with him. <laughs> That's right. Just sit in the chair and say, God, sit, sit with me. Come here. Sit with me. All right. Just sit down with him. And here's what I want you to ask him. I want you to ask him uh, if, you, hey, God, am I holding on uh, to anything? Am I holding on and not forgiving? You know, you might have said long ago, yeah, I forgive that person. But sometimes we hold on, we hold it on in our hearts. And we have to sit down and ask God. I want you to sit down and ask God, is there something I'm holding on to? And if there is, I want to release it today. I want to release it today. Number two, I want you to sit down with your family. And as a family, see if any of you are not forgiving one another. <laughs> you know, I want you to sit down with your family, with your brothers and sisters, with your mom and dad, uh, father and mother. I want you to sit down and ask uh, each other, hey, are you not forgiving me? Uh, am I not forgiving you? We need to forgive others first in our family. It starts in the family. And we need to sit down with our family. We need to forgive others. We need to forgive each other if we want to forgive those out there in the world. So sit down with your family and do that today. All right. And then number three is what I want you to do, how to activate what you've learned today and activate your faith is I want you to receive God's supernatural grace. I want you to receive his power. I want you to receive his love through your forgiveness. After forgiving those people or those offenses, doing those three things I told you that forgiveness does. Okay, and what we do through forgiveness, um, I want you to receive all those. I want you to receive the supernatural grace, the supernatural power, the love through your forgiveness toward one another. It will be like a heavy weight lifted off of you. Okay, it will just be taken off. All right, just like that. Okay, so those three things sit down with God and ask, Am I not holding on to something? Number two, sit down with your family and ask, uh, are we not forgiving others? We need to forgive others. And then number three, I want you to receive God's power, his grace and his love today through your forgiveness. Okay? It's going to be awesome. It's going to be powerful. I can't wait to hear the stories of what God's done in your lives. We need to do that. All right. So take, go back, listen today. If you need to go back and listen to some of the things that I taught you that I equipped you with, um, go have your own encounter with the Holy spirit every day, pray and receive the Holy spirit in your lives. And then just activate every day. You go out the door every day. You go to work every day, wherever you go in life uh, to the gym, wherever it is, you need to activate. You need to activate your faith and show other people the love of Christ. 
That's what we need to do. <laughs> All right. So go and do that. It's going to be awesome through you, through your family. We can restore uh, what God has created. And we need to do that today. So do it. All right. Do it. Thank you so much for listening. We are so excited that you just turned us on. We thank you so much. Everybody from everywhere. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we want to thank you for listening. If you would like to uh, write us and tell us some great things that are happening in your life through this program, uh, uh, through our EEA, our Equip, Encounter, and Activate Network, email me, please, at philip at philipshelley.org. That's philip at philipshelley.org. If you would like to give toward this ministry so we can further our reach and what we do here at the EEA Network, uh, please email me. Uh, find out how you can do that. I would love to tell you that. So if you'd like to be inspired, go to my blog again at philipshelley.org and read some of those. You know, we love all of you. Uh, and our desire here at the Equip Encounter and Activate Network is to see you set free of the bondage of unforgiveness. You know, it will truly set your family up for success. That's right. That's what we, we, we want to do. It, it will truly set your family up for success when you learn about the power of forgiveness because it has power. So let it set you free and let it set you up for greatness. Throw your hands up. Throw your hands up. Throw your hand. That's right. I feel like dancing. I feel like sh shouting. I feel like rejoicing. Throw your hands up. Wave your hands in the air. Wave them around like you really do care. Okay, that's what we want to do because we do care. I care about you. Hopefully you care about me. Okay. All right. But hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for being with us. My family says, what's up to you? Uh, don't forget, this has been a P. Shells, Diva Divine, Four Shells Connection. And remember that connection is the key. So live and give and live to connect, baby. That's right. See ya.